Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. I'm Dan Nunn. Thanks for tuning in, man. Make sure to follow on rumble.com slash the Nun Report so you don't miss any videos along the way. I also drop a lot of clips and other things up there that you might want to check out. Anyway, that's rumble.com slash the Nun Report. Hey, has anybody... Has anybody like checked on CNN today to make sure they're still alive? Because I heard they got totally invaded last night and were crushed, 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 crushed. Donald Trump went on to CNN and absolutely owned them. It was the best hour of TV. Well, in fact, they had to cut it short because I think they were getting destroyed so badly. The producers put a halt to the show prematurely because, um, because you could just tell. And the, the other thing that was interesting is through the, up to the first commercial break, I mean, Trump was just dominating. He was owning. And then then after the commercial break, uh, the gal came back and was uh, much more aggressive. She she would not let Trump talk. She wouldn't let she wouldn't let him finish a sentence. She kept interjecting herself the whole time. She thought she she made the show about uh she tried, it didn't work. She tried to make the show about Democrat talking points and about herself rather than what a town hall is. And a town hall is an exchange between a candidate and the people. It's supposed to be about the people and the candidate communicating, not about the person who's uh, moderating, putting their own perspective on things and try to interject their propaganda and their lies. They called Donald Trump a liar. They called him all sorts of things. Amazingly, there was a pro-Trump crowd there. It was... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to run through quite a few clips today just because I don't know if everybody had a chance to see them all. These were some of my favorites and it's a good review of it. I think, um, I think it was, uh, uh, it was fun. It was also informative, but did Trump really say anything different? And that's what I like about Donald J. Trump is his positions are constant. They don't change. He still says the same things about the border as he was saying in 2016. He still says the same things about NATO as he was saying in 2016. He still says the same things about endless wars that he was saying in 2016. Hasn't changed. And in fact, if you go back through his history, he was saying the same things in the 80s and 90s, if anybody was listening. And you can pull up those clips as well. This is how last night, uh, oh, we're also going to go into, of course, Title 42 is ending. And you know, anyone who's been watching this show or listening to this show knows that I'm a big, uh, a big proponent of securing our border. I think that we need to not only secure our border, that we need to crush the cartels in Mexico, that we need to destroy them, that we need to go in with surgical strikes and eliminate them. So we have to talk about Title 42, which is ending today. Of course, the Biden regime decided to reinstitute a Trump-era rule, which was you've got to apply before you can come in. The stay in Mexico policy, remember that? Well, the Biden regime realized they were in major, major, major deep shit. Really deep. So deep, man. I mean, it might be up to here. They're going to be sucking it in through their nose. And... (laughs) <laughs> they, they, it's like they're just now realizing, oh, oh well, I didn't think this was going to happen. Bullshit. They knew exactly what was going to happen. It was by design. It was by purpose. 
we're going to talk about that a little bit. Of course, I'm going to throw up some things that are astonishing, uh, such as 10,000 plus per day in the last week have been coming across the border. That doesn't include the gotaways, which is probably another three or 4,000. And that's only going to get worse. We can't continue to leave the border wide open, even though they say it's closed. Oh, and topic number three, I cleaned the lens on my camera. Holy crap. I am as ugly as you all say I am. I, I, I didn't see it because it was always blurry and, and fuzzy and stuff. But um, now that it's crystal clear, I'm sorry, man. If you don't like the way it looks, you can just go to the podcast channels, Spotify, iHeart, Google, Amazon, whatever is your preference. This show is on there every day as well. So let's get rolling here. We got, uh, we're going to start off with the end because I always like to begin with the end in mind. That's, that's kind of my thing, it, it, whether it's in business or whether it's in politics or whether it's in, in my personal life or, or goals. All right, here's, here's the end I want. Here, here's the goal I want. And then I march backwards from there and put the pieces in place. So here's, uh, here's Donald Trump. This was, I don't think this is what CNN was anticipating when they decided to have Donald Trump on. Now, they had great ratings. They were huge, massive. Plus, they charged a premium for their advertising. So no kidding they're going to do this. They're probably going to do it again. Why wouldn't you? They're in business to make a profit, just like any other business is. I don't think they quite anticipated this. This was the end of the program last night at the town hall. Check this out. A standing O in New Hampshire for Donald Trump, live on CNN, the Clinton News Network, and I'm sure that they're just rolling in their graves. That they, 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 uh, they, they couldn't even believe, believe he, he just kind of, um, how do I put it? He just sloughed off anything they said. I mean, Teflon Don, it's like, and, and he just let it go, and, and if it wasn't, if it was something that he needed to own, he just made a joke of it. And people love it because he's real. He's a person. He's not He's not angry Joe trying to tell everybody what they need to do. He's not making up stories from his youth trying to make people believe something that's not. He's a genuine individual. And like him or hate him, Donald Trump is a genuine person. What you see is what you get. The Democrats and the and the extreme commie Democrats would have you believe that that he's far more than what he is, whether it be a rapist or a election denier or a, a you know those, those are all it's all BS it's all BS man the man has been under a microscope for his entire business career and then political career and yet he still survives, which should say something what it should say to most people that have a brain cell or two that can exercise critical thought is that there is nothing there. 
There's nothing there to, to, to hide. Check it out. Check this out. The country is being destroyed by stupid people, by very stupid people. You once said that using the, that using the debt ceiling as a negotiating wedge uh, just could not happen. You, you said that sure. when you were in the That's Oval Office. That's when I was president. To, so why is it different now that you're out of office? Because now I'm not president. <laughs> and the response, you see the crowd response. I mean, it's, it's like, oh, <laughs> They love it because he's he's honest. He's genuine. He's the real deal, Don. Check this one out. This is this is great. What do you? Can I just follow up on that? You so said you don't think you in have terms to do of winning is you have to get the, you have Mr. To President, get your, can I just follow up on that because that's a really important excuse statement me, let me that just you just made up. there? Can you say if you want Ukraine or Russia to win this war? Okay, first of all, a ridiculous fucking question. Excuse me, did I say, oh, I didn't mean to say effing man. Facebook might edit that. Anyway, F you, Facebook. The, um, what an idiotic question. Do you support Russian or Ukraine? Obviously, every question here was designed to entrap Trump into a corner and, and try to make him make a statement that they could then later use against him. And he dodged the bullet every single time. This guy, yes, he's old, but he's not Biden old. Biden is is old, old with Swiss cheese for brains. This guy, <laughs> this guy is functionally old. He is sharp as a tack. He's as witty and as intelligent and as straightforward and honest as he ever was for his entire career, his entire life, even at his advanced age. But this woman, she won't shut up. She, she's always trying to bring it back to herself and about her talking points that the CNN mafia told her to put out. But check this out. I want everybody to stop dying. They're dying. Russians and Ukrainians. I want them to stop dying. And I'll have that done. I'll have that done in 24 hours. I'll have it done. You need the power of the presidency to do it. But you but, won't say that you want Ukraine to win. You, you know what I'll say? In, I'll say this. I want Europe to put up more money because they're in for 20 billion. We're in for 170. And they should an be and they should the equalize. War. They have plenty of money. They should equalize. I got with NATO but I'm when I sat down, I got them right to now, put up Mr. hundreds President. of billions of dollars that they weren't paying under Obama and Bush and all of these other presidents, that's why they're, they're able to help them fight the war because of the money I got. But, but I want Europe what's to, happening in Ukraine, excuse me, Mr. I President. want Europe to put up more money because they're laughing at us. They think we're a bunch of jerks. We're spending $170 billion for faraway land, and they're right next door to that land, and they're in for 20. I don't think so. When it yeah, and she keeps wanting to steer it back to Ukraine. You know what? Not once did she ask. Like the important question, how would you end the war in Ukraine? Why don't, you know, as John Lennon would say, hey, let's give peace a chance. Why don't we give peace a chance? How come all those granola crunching, vegetable chewing millennials and, and Gen Xers aren't even talking about peace? They're supporting war. They want war. They say that, 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 Trump is a Biden or, or a Putin puppet that, that MAGA people support Putin. BS, man. We support peace. We are what you were in the 60s and 70s, and now you are part of the system. It's a joke, and he's right. The world is laughing at us. The world is laughing at us. 
whether it's about Ukraine, whether it's about our insecure southern border, whether it's about leaving all of our equipment behind in Afghanistan and letting Americans die. It's a sad state of affairs, man. I mean, make America great again. I'd, be, I'd, I'd settle for make America normal again. We got transvestites. We got men competing in women's sports. We're leaving war machines behind by the billions of dollars in, in Afghanistan. We're fighting a proxy war against Russia with hundreds of billions of American tax dollars. We got an unsecured border with people just flooding across it from who knows where in the world. And someone needs to fix it. We need to end this war in Ukraine. That's what Trump's talking about. We need to end the war. And somehow that can't be a topic of conversation. Who do you want to win? Do you want Ukraine to win? If you don't want Ukraine to win, you're a Putin puppet. God, these people get their marching orders from the same boss. I wonder who that is. Good grief. Here's another clip. Back to what happened on that day. He you said did you not weren't. Say that. You said, this is he the has best. Justified that, Mr. He did President. not say that. But you said you weren't very involved that day. Okay, Trump brought receipts. <laughs> I love this, and you're going to as well. All right, let me. Uh, let's start this over from the top. Back to what happened on that day. He you said did you not weren't. Say that. You, he has justified that, Mr. He President. He did not say that. But you said you weren't very involved that day. You did tell your supporters to come to Washington. You tweeted about it about sure, that speech that happened on the rally. Am I allowed so when to they, say that? When they went to the Capitol <laughs> and they were breaking into the Capitol, smashing windows, injuring police officers, why did you? Why did it take you three hours to tell them to go home? I don't believe it did. Oh, let me pull it out. I have to pull it out. <laughs> So if you look at, on January 5th, the day before, I said, please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful. Stay peaceful. This was the day before, and this was in the form of Twitter. Now use truth, truth social. I think it's far superior, okay? I hope everybody's on <laughs> I hope everybody's on truth. Uh, if you look, January 6th, this is at two, before 2.30, I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. This is right after, as it was happening. But what happened is they took it down. I don't know why. I think they took it down because it was so good. They didn't like it being up there. <laughs> I am asking, this is, and we didn't know until I got it back, because now I have 90 million people waiting for me to go back, but I'm on truth and I'm staying on truth. Listen, I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. No violation. It's, we want no violation. We want no violence. Remember, we are the party of law and order. Respect the law and our great men and women in blue. Thank you. That was at 2.30. That was very early. Mr. President, I looked at the same timeline that you did. Once no, I know, it was but you clear, didn't report that. You know why? Because it was taken down. We did report down. it. I, I was reporting that thing. It was taken thing. down and it wasn't. But when it was yeah, they didn't report it. She's lying. Nobody reported that. But see, he has... He has all the tweets that he made. And everybody knows that's how Trump communicated, was on Twitter. And he put it out there, and the, the bosses at Twitter at the time took it down because they're, they're commie, extreme commie Democrats. They were. Thankfully, Elon Musk has taken over and tried to bring some sensibility back into that organization and platform. Hopefully, I'm hoping, 
Hoping it works, man. I mean, so far, I mean, I don't see people getting banned and stuff other than people who are breaking the law or calling for others to break the law. But Trump called for nothing but peace on January 6th. He said it via Twitter the day before, the day of, and he said it during his speech from his podium. And um, to peacefully go to the Capitol. And they're going to they're gonna try to charge him with seditious conspiracy. I mean, there's no doubt about that. A couple more clips here. We're going to keep moving right along here. Check it out. Question. Hi, thank you so much for coming to New Hampshire to thank answer you. our questions. My question is regarding the economy. Over the past two years, we have seen the prices for everything skyrocket. From food to gas to utilities and insurance costs, many people's bills are up several hundred dollars a month, including mine. If elected president again, what is the first thing you would do to help bring down the cost to make things more affordable? Drill, baby, drill. That's so true. What people don't understand is cheap energy is the foundation, the foundation of any prosperous economy and country. If we're going to try to make our military fleet green, China's going to eat our lunch, man. We're done. The U.S. is done as a world power. And uh, I think that, that I think the Biden, I think the extreme commie Democrats and the Biden regime would be perfectly happy with that. I think they would be happy with just being Canada. <laughs> I mean, really. And um, because it, it just takes too much, uh, it just takes too much thought and too much effort to be a world power. Who wants to do that? Let's just sit back and smoke weed and be Canada have maple syrup. Eh? I have some good friends in Canada. I'm just I'm just poking fun. You guys know that. I have some I have some followers up there as well. So, and this uh this was perhaps one of the best exchanges of the night, and I'm going to uh put this and then we're going to go look at the 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 board reaction afterwards. This is <laughs> This was the moment her career ended. Check this out. But that's the question that investigators have, I think, is why you held on to those documents when you knew the federal government was seeking them and then had given you a subpoena to return them. Are you them. ready? Are you ready? Can I talk? Yeah, what's you the mind? answer? Can, do you mind? I would like for you to answer the question. Okay. Okay. Shut it's up. very simple to answer. That's why I asked it. It's you very simple to you her? a nasty person, I'll tell you. <laughs> Can you answer why, you, very why you held on to the documents? I was negotiating and we were talking to NARA, that's Washington, to bring whatever they want. They can have whatever they Could you could you imagine living with her or being married to her? She just won't shut up. She's always got to have the last word and, and she will always be that way. That doesn't change. <sighs> I'm gonna play it one more time without me interrupting just so you can catch it because it, it was it was funny as hell. Check but it out. But that's the question that investigators have, I think, is why you held on to those documents when you knew the federal government was seeking them and then had given you a subpoena to return them. Are you them. ready? Are you ready? Can I talk? Yeah, what's you the mind? answer? Can, do you mind? I would like for you to answer the question. Okay, it's very simple to answer. That's why I asked it. It's very simple to You're a nasty person, I'll tell you. <laughs> Can you answer why, you, very why simple. you held on to the documents? I was negotiating and we were talking to NARA, that's Washington, to bring whatever they want. They could. They tried. 
man, you got to give them the effort. So afterwards they talk to the, you know, they always do a panel of people who are in the audience or, or people who are actually, excuse me, a panel of people who are watching. Uh, and then they, they ask them, well, what did you think about this? And what did you think about that? Except they're not asking, what did you think about this? And what did you think about that? They're asking, what did you think about this lie? And what did you think about that lie? That's what they said. They, they, that's how they posed the question to this panel. What did you think about this lie? Well, let's see what they thought. Does it bother you that he keeps talking about 2020 and not 2024? I'll ask you first. This is Jonathan Leslie. He's 40, Republican, voted for Trump twice. How do you feel about those lies? So I feel like part of it's also the media narrative as you guys asked him the first question at the town hall about the 2020 election rather than current stuff. So don't you think he could say it's time for me to start talking about 2024 and not lies that aren't true? Couldn't the media ask him a question about 2024? Well, there were questions, but you're right. That was the first thing, but that's something that was on our mind. And that's why I was asked first. <laughs> what do you think about those lies? And why did you keep talking about 2020? Well, actually, it's the, the moderator that brought up 2020. They can't stop talking about 2020. He broke them. They're still talking about 2016. <laughs> Talk about living in the past, man. These people live in la-la land. The CNN's uh, sole uh, conservative commentator um, regarding the town hall, he, he's trying to fight off a pack of dogs, of liberal dogs, and I, I use that term. I mean, that, that's a compliment. They're to call them dogs. I, I love dogs. Dogs are majestic. Dogs are loyal. Dogs are faithful. Dogs are loving. Dogs are every single thing that Democrats are not. I got to stop using that term, man. Democrats are nothing like dogs. Dogs are amazing. Democrats are horrible. With respect to Ukraine, I totally disagree. He did not say he was just going to give over Ukraine the way you intimate, Van. He did not say that. He didn't say he what would, he said he did not say that he Van, would Van, Van, what, Van, what he said was is that he would actually look for a solution to end it quickly. He put 24 hours on it, but let's be very clear. What Joe Biden has done has been a disaster. Do you think? And that was that was recorded. The, the you know the Ukraine thing. So uh, and he continued with this. This was and this is the last clip on the segment. And then we're going to move on to something weird today. Uh, check this out. Republican voters want him to come back because he's lied to them. Hold on, stop, stop, stop. He actually did the job. You know that. And frankly, he did the job better than the current president right now. And that is indisputable. What, 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 Name the issue. So, so, uh, Donald Trump <laughs> did it. And that, folks, is what they hate the most. It's not that they necessarily hate us personally or hate Trump personally, although I think many of them do. They hate that, yes, he did do the job better, and they know it. They know it. But their ideology and their liberal puppet masters will not let them voice their opinions or even change their opinions. But they know that Trump got the job done. They don't like him as a person. They, they, they don't like him as an individual, but they know that his policies work. They know that he was making America great again. And that's what really, what really chews at him. They just can't, they can't take it. Anyway, um, 
Today on the weird segment of the Nun Report, we have, uh, by the way, uh, the, check me out on rumble.com slash the Nun Report. Please go there and subscribe. It's important, man. The more, the more followers, the more likes, the more information, the more it spreads out. And I'm not doing this for myself. I'm doing this for the message, something bigger than myself. And that's to get the conservative America first message out there. Every single platform, every single person who's out there speaking truth should be supported and promoted by others. If we can't cross-pollinate, pollinate, if we can't support each other, if we can't build each other up and come together as a conservative community, then we're going to lose. Plain and simple. Because the Democrats have that shit down. So check me out on rumble.com slash the Nun Report. Give it a follow. Uh, Kamala Harris once again makes our weird segment because the Nun Report is about truth, freedom, and weirdness. This definitely qualifies as weird, I think. Everything is in context. My mother used to, she would give us a hard time sometimes and she would say to us, I don't know what's wrong with you young people. You think you just fell out of a coconut tree? <laughs> you exist in the context of all in which you live and what came before you. And we shall be unburdened by the past and what has been and what is going forward and da-da-da-da. And, you know, could you imagine people on the moon? You can see the moon. You can see the stars. And I love yellow school buses. <laughs> she is a laugh a minute, man. You never run out of material with Kamala Harris in office, man. I, I, I remember when, I, when, when she first was announced as vice president, all the headlines out there, and actually, this is one of the things that, that um, prompted me to start doing this show was I, I'm in Seattle. I'm also a musician. And you can imagine the Seattle music scene being what it is and the uh, liberal uh, bastion that Seattle is. I mean, we had the chop or the Chaz zone or whatever the hell you want to call it where they took over part of the city for many weeks. Um, but one of the things that spurred me to do this was uh, when Kamala Harris was announced as Joe Biden's vice presidential candidate, the headlines, the headlines, New York Post, New York Times, it didn't matter where you went, this was the headline. Joe Biden taps Kamala for vice president. I made a post on Facebook on my personal page. I said, not the first time Kamala's been tapped for political advancement. Well, you can imagine the Seattle music scene jumped all over me. They tried to cancel me. They cost my band uh, money because we got we got canceled from gigs. They, I mean, there was a um, concerted effort to cancel Dan Nunn and also my band. And it, it affected not only me, but just, but also the other guys in the band. Simply because I said something that was true. Kamala Harris has been tapped for political office before, whether it be here or somewhere else. And so it was a simple truth. And I was basically, I was making a play. I was making a pun on a headline that was national. But oh no, the liberals can't have that. Damn, none, bad. But uh, anyway, that's what, that's what kind of spurred me to, you know what? There are things that are more important than, than my weekend hobby of playing music. There, even though it is, it's, it's a pretty sizable band, but um, it's not life-changing. It's a release for me. I wanted to be able to speak my mind and get things out there and be part of something that's bigger than myself. 
That's why I'm doing this. So, I mean, trust me, I'm not making a penny. I'm dumping a ton of money into this stuff right now, trying to just get it out there and trying to uh, be persuasive and trying to get information out to those who might not otherwise get it. And um, I try to be entertaining. I fail most of the time, but yet here I am. I'm doing it. So before we move on to the sec next segment, I would just say, do something. If, if you can, everybody has a talent. Everything has, everybody has something they can offer or support. If you don't want to run for office, you know, locally, whether it's a school board or, or county or city councils, that's fine. You know, not everybody's up for being in front of people and, and, and running organizations. Maybe there's something you can volunteer for. Maybe there's a, a, a fundraising event that you can volunteer for. Maybe, you know what, if you just really are an introvert and you just sit at home, you really don't think you have any talents, Maybe you've got five bucks, you know, send it to an organization or an individual or a campaign that is going to advance the conservative agenda and the America first agenda, the constitutional agenda of America. Anyway, moving along, we're going to take a look at the border because Obviously, Title 42 is ending today at 11.59 and 59 seconds, 0.999 p.m. tonight. And this is what Mayorkas has to say. He is, we all know what's been happening, over 10,000 a day. That's like over, that's like close to over 300,000 a month. They're anticipating 400,000 a month. Keep in mind, in that I've said these numbers before. I'm going to say them again. I'm going to say them again. I'm going to say them again. In 2018, 400,000 total crossings, encounters. Okay? In 2021, 1.7 million. In 2022, 2.3 million. And who knows where we're at this year so far. The, 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 year, the fiscal year ends in October, at the end of October. So we're, uh, we're six, seven months into this year. And I bet you the numbers are a hell of a lot higher than that, man. We, we're, we're, our country is being invaded. It, it is an invasion. It is something that's non-sustainable. It is something that needs to stop. And the person to make it stop is Donald J. Trump. There's one person who can save this country right now. It's Donald J. Trump. 2024, vote Trump, period. DeSantis is great. Yeah, good for him. Hey, man, some of these other guys are cool too. Whatever. They don't have the balls or the 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 wherewithal or the experience to do what needs to be done. Go in, start firing thousands of people, reorganize departments, eliminate departments. Yeah, we want to eliminate the FBI. How about that? Eliminate it. Reorganize the Department of Justice. Get rid of the Department of Education or Department of Indoctrination, as I like to call it. Out. Get rid of it all. Anyway, Mayorkas had this to say about, uh, about what's going on currently, like today, at the border. President Biden now says the border is, quote, and I, I'm quoting him now, going to be chaotic for a while. Is he admitting, for all practical purposes, that the Biden administration is not prepared for what's about to happen? Well, thanks very much for having me. So I've been saying for months and months uh, that we've got a very challenging situation at the border. Uh, and indeed, it's going to get more challenging uh, when Title 42 comes to an end. 
So this is uh, perfectly in line with what I have been saying. Oh. First of all, does he dye his eyebrows? I think he dyes his eyebrows. He should shave them off so it matched his head. He'd be more believable that way. Kind of a Kojak look or something like that. He's sitting there. He's saying that I've been saying this for, for, for months that, you know, the border is, yeah, it's chaos. It's going to take a while. You know, we all knew that Biden came out and said the border was going to be chaotic for a while. That's what the president said yesterday. My orchestra comes out and says, oh, yeah, well, we've been saying that it was going to be chaotic for a while. Have you? Is that what they've been saying? Because for the last two years, this is all I heard out of this administration. Is my testimony that the border is secure? We have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. We have taken unprecedented action over the past year and a half to secure our border. And we have a process in place to manage migrants at the border. We're working to make sure it's safe and orderly and humane. The border is closed. We agree that uh, the border is secure. We're executing a comprehensive strategy to secure our borders. One of our highest priorities is to ensure that we have a secure border. And that is what we are doing. The border is secure. Hmm. So for two years, they've been telling us the border is secure. And now they're saying, no, the border is chaotic and we expect that to last for some time. These people talk out of both sides of their ass. The front side and the back side, because that's all they got. They got no mouth. They got no face. They got just got two assholes. And, uh, you know, I, I'm sorry if that offends them. No, I'm not. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry if that offends anybody. Whatever. What the hell did I even say that for? Hmm. <sighs> Yeah, Is it really secure? And here's what came down today. This was just a few hours ago. Border Patrol chief authorizes release of migrants into U.S. without court dates as Title 42 ends. The head of U.S. Border Patrol has sent a memo authorizing the release of illegal migrants, I like to call them aliens instead of migrants, into the U.S. without court dates if agents face overcrowding as the Biden administration scrambles to deal with a historic surge in migration at the border ahead of the end of Title 42. Of course they're scrambling because this is a reactionary government. They're not a proactive government at all. And... um, all the, all the facilities are already overcrowded, by the way. So basically, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. It's already happening. It continues. The memo says that migrants can be allowed into the country on parole, a process typically reserved for urgent humanitarian reasons or significant public benefit if Customs and Border Protection faces overcrowding. The memo calls the practice parole with conditions as migrants are required to make an appointment with immigration and custom enforcement or request a notice to appear by mail. All right. Here's, here's what happens. Go into the country and you know what? You're on the honor system. You, you, you're required to request a hearing 
But that's, you have to initiate that. We're not going to come track you down. We're not going to come find you. We're not going to come do anything. So uh, go into the country, uh, do whatever it is that you want to do, suck off whatever teeth you want to suck on, and let us know where you're at and request a hearing. Seriously, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what universe that makes sense in. And that's where I go back to where, you know, man, I'd settle for make America normal again. I want to make it majestic. I want to make it glorious and all the things that Raheem Kassam says. But I also want to just get back to a, a state of normalcy and reality. Not even normalcy. Make, make America real again. How about that? Is this, is this a secure border to you? I don't know if that looks like a secure border to me. It looks like, looks like a bunch of people that are... I mean, this looks like something you would see in the third world. And... This is happening every single day all across the border, the southern border of the United States. And these crowds of people are a lot from Venezuela, a lot from other South American countries, some from Mexico, quite a few from China. Mostly military-aged men that are coming in from China. Also, people from the Middle East. And they're just walking into the United States of America. Many of them are counted as gotaways. They haven't registered to have anything. And now they don't even need to register. Like I said, just a minute ago, the border uh, patrol is just going to let them go. If, if the facilities are overcrowded, oh, that's fine. Hey, you know what? Um, here's our here's our number. You you go and do whatever you want, and then and then give us a call when when you want to, uh, you know, come and t give us a call so you can get a court date. Right, like that's going to happen. Hakeem Jeffries, I think they were hoping this guy was going to be the next Barack Obama, but he's he's actually become more along the lines of the next. Uh, this guy is an idiot. He is a complete buffoon. Their projection, their powers are projection. Basically, anything a Democrat, an extreme commie Democrat, accuses the other party or anybody else of doing is what they are actually doing. We know that, right? I mean, come on. I'm thankful that President Biden has set us on a poor path toward resolving this issue uh, and that the meeting that is expected to take place at the White House tomorrow will be a continuation of that path. Uh, and and I expect that it will go well. All right. The only First of all, the only path that Biden has set us on is the war path, okay? And the destruction path and, and, and the depression path of the United States. Really? Are you glad, really, Hakeem Jeffries, are you glad that Biden has set us on this path? These are people, they're not at the border yet. This is down toward Panama. And this is what's coming to us, folks. 
This is what's coming to America. Remember the movie Coming to America? I mean, that was a comedy. This is no fucking comedy. All right? This is an invasion. This is the Great Replacement. This is something that cannot be allowed. And the only candidate I see running right now that will not allow this, period, day one in office, is Donald Trump. So your, your, your choices are really simple in 2024. I don't care. I don't care what party you're from, really. Do you love America? Do you believe in the sovereignty of America? Do you believe in the greatness of America? Do you believe that we should have secure borders like every other country in the, in, in the friggin' world? And if you don't, man, I got no time for you. Hakeem Jeffries continues. Check it. As is often the case with my extreme MAGA Republican colleagues, they create a fictional argument around what's happening at the border and then actually do nothing to solve the real problem. And So it's fictional. I guess this is, is this, is this what he's talking about? Is this fictional? Is this, is this really not happening? Is this, is this something that's, really not going on what fictional argument is there Hakeem Jeffries Barack Obama how do we let these freaks into not only into our country but into a, a position of power and control in our political system they don't love America they love themselves These are people just being brought into the country. Look at this. They're just coming in by the hundreds and thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands and millions. And they leave behind this. This is a, uh, excuse me, man. Sometimes my producer sucks. By the way, I'm my own producer. <laughs> In case you didn't catch on, man, I'm one man Dan. I do the research, I do the, the recording, I do the editing, I pull up the receipts, I do it all. Give me some love on rumble.com slash the nun report. <laughs> Come on. You can do it. Anyway, this is a this is a bed of garbage and clothing and stuff that's been discarded along the the uh the riverbeds of the Rio as, as these illegal aliens enter the United States of America. And uh, it's disgusting. This is, I mean, man, if you care about the environment, stop, <laughs> stop the invasion of the United States, man. That'll, that'll uh, clean up the environment a lot because you won't have all this shit left behind. <sighs> and it goes on and on. And on, so they interviewed. Um, that yeah, that yeah. So the mayor, the mayor of El Paso, had this to say: "It's you know these people are living in this every day. Can you imagine living in a small town and having ten thousand people a day just flood into it that had no money, no nothing to offer 
nothing uh, of value. They're just coming into your town and expecting you to support them. This is all brought on by the extreme commie Democrats and the Biden regime who, on day one, they're not trying to stop migration, man, or illegal immigration or whatever you want to call it. They, they threw fuel on the fire, man. They, they said, hey, come on. Biden, when he was campaigning, then we became president. Come, 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 he said. I think Biden likes come. But uh, he did this. They did this. They told them, here's an app. Just come to America. We'll let you in. And then they have the audacity for two years to tell us that the border is secure. The border is secure. We do not have an open border. BS. And now, over the last two days, they're saying, oh, expect chaos at the border for some time in the future. Now we're just supposed to expect it and accept it? A problem that you caused? Ah. Check this. But what they're worried about is that when Title 42 lifts, more will come because they'll think there's an ease in restrictions and it will simply take them longer to process them. They're worried about overcrowding and they're worried about how it will impact cities like El Paso. In fact, Jose Diaz-Balart just interviewed the mayor of El Paso and here's what he had to say. We prepared for days, we prepared for weeks. The city of El Paso, we don't do immigration law. We're here to protect our visitors, but also make sure that the community of El Paso stays and continues to be safe. What keeps you up at night? You know, what keeps me up at night, I always tell people, is the lack of light. What do you mean the lack of light? Well, because I don't see a light at the end of the tunnel, and there is no end game. Say there is no end game. That is really what I'm hearing. Even from DHS officials I've spoken to, Andrea, say they feel like they're at the breaking point before they even get to the starting that's a great analogy, man. Where is light at the end of this tunnel? Anyway, hey, this has been the Nun Report. Thanks for watching. If you've just been listening on uh, radio, renegaderadio.com or, or any of the podcast channels that I'm on, which are which is all of them, make sure to check me out on rumble.com slash the Nun Report. You can check out the video. You can check out uh, all, the, all the stuff I put up today. And whatnot. I'm on all the socials at the Nun Report except for TikTok because I don't do that commie BS. Okay? Just go to my website, thenunreport.com. One click, one stop, one shop, right in one place. I don't know how to make it any easier, man. Wait, did I just say I'm easy? Okay, I guess I'm easy. So whatever. Hey, thanks again for watching. And until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.